1: It's always game day in Cleveland. Hello, my name is Andy Baskin. His name is Daryl Ryder. Daryl, hello to you.
2: Good morning. Hello, hello.
1: All right, uh, another week of Browns football has passed and another week uh, is here upon us and big news, or at least it looks like big news, Deshaun Watson will have his 24th uh, person put into the civil system as they will drop another lawsuit on him. Uh, This week and or or maybe have already happened by the time you're listening to this Um, just again, I said this last week and it just it's becoming noise in the background um, and trying to figure out a lot of these things that are going on with Deshaun and his legal issues all off the field. And what is next and what is the league going to do and, you know, what's going to happen here or there. So uh, let's just – let's start there, and then we're going to play this clip from Rusty Harden, who was on our sister station in Houston. So uh, let's just start there, Daryl. Your thoughts on where we are with Deshaun Watson.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, other than whatever uh, fresh allegations might be uh, filed in civil court, I don't necessarily think anything uh, changes all that much. The real question becomes if he – you know, if this impacts the league's timeline, right? Uh, Because the commissioner most recently said that they were getting close to wrapping up the investigative process and then things moving into the, uh, you know, summary phase and then the disciplinary phase uh, after that. So, you know, whether or not there's new information uh, in the latest round of allegations that are uh, expected to come out, According to Tony Busby, the lawyer for the plaintiffs, um, you know, it's not nothing really changes. Uh, Deshaun is still participating in the offseason program. Uh, He is still preparing to uh, start week one um, until again, the NFL says otherwise that he's not going to start week one. That's pretty much uh, what he and the Browns. Really need to do, and you're right. I mean, it just basically becomes outside noise. It has become really outside noise. You talk to anyone within the organization. You talk to Deshaun's teammates. They all sing his praises, tell us what a great guy he is, and and what a positive impact he has had uh, on the organization in a very short amount of time. And also, too, how they are strictly focused on football. They uh, he. As well as them, uh, Miles Garrett said it last week. It's none of my business. Um, you know they they've kind of got the uh, I don't want to say blinders. I think that that's disingenuous, but uh, they've got they're focused. Um, they've got a narrow focus, and uh, they, they're doing a fairly good job of trying to tune out the noise.
1: Hmm. You know, and I, and as I say, noise in the beginning, I don't mean just uh, uh, to. Uh, not, I'm not belittling the lawsuits in any way I just want to make sure that's that, that's just it's just it, we're trying to find new information and we're trying to find things that um, I, and I, I shouldn't I, I don't know that I'm trying to find I'm waiting to hear is probably the best way so I just want to make sure I say this correctly we're just waiting to hear what's next and you know when another lawsuit drops it's like okay here we go again especially when you have what could be 24 by the time you're listening to this. Well, one of the things that happened last week was Rusty Harden, who's the attorney for Deshaun Watson, was on our sister station, 6'10", uh, the score in Houston. And he said something that uh, sparked a little bit of, uh, I don't want to say controversy, but um, uh, shedding No, it sparked controversy. Very...
2: Yeah. All right, that's <laughs> it it sparked right. controversy. Right. It, it it blew up. Uh, yeah, it it was was not a good day for the defense. Let's just put it that way. All right, let's just play it so you can hear it. I don't know how many men are out there now that have had a massage that perhaps occasionally there was a happy ending. All right? Maybe there's nobody in your listening audience that that ever happened to. I do want to point out, if it has happened, it's not a crime. Okay? Unless you are paying somebody extra or so to give you some type of sexual activity it's not a crime and so at the end of the day uh... that's another thing that would affect on doing something or saying something or being a way that makes you uncomfortable is not a crime and so we've had two grand juries find that and nobody seems to want to listen uh...
1: why he went down that road i find it interesting but um, uh... He is correct about what he says about the grand juries. And, you know, factually, uh, from a legal standpoint, uh, he's correct. They could There were two grand juries that did not indict uh, Deshaun Watson and no bill. So uh, what do we learn from this? Where does this take us uh, when you insinuate something? I, I Insinuate, just talk about, I, like, bar talk, I would say, is really what he kind of threw out there on the radio. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, when people are talking about the story that <laughs> – that's kind of commonplace when they talk about the story and putting it into a street sense of, of what's alleged and what's not alleged. All right. Daryl,
2: well, he issued a statement after that because it created such a firestorm on Friday, and uh, you know he basically said in the statement that he wasn't uh, referencing Deshaun Watson specifically; that he was trying to speak in generalities. Um, so we'll, we'll you know leave that at that uh, at, at face value. Um, I'll just say that I don't think what he said helped Deshaun Watson's case because the defense uh, has been that Deshaun Watson was seeking professional massage therapy and he was not seeking anything of a sexual nature. And I don't know that the statement that was made uh, on 6'10 the score aligns with that. I think that that's the best way to put that, Andy.
1: Do I had read one one opinion piece on this that said maybe maybe Rusty Harden's trying to push Deshaun to settle to try to get this to get this over with before football season could start. I I I do wonder if it would be beneficial for him to settle um, if he believes that what he did wasn't wrong like that. I think that's the hard part about when you think about the position that Sean's in, that if Deshaun 100% believes he's innocent and did nothing wrong, then why would you settle? And now you start looking at, uh, again, not, n- not the case itself, but the length of what a, what 24 different civil suits could take up in court time is, uh, I mean, I, it's, a, it's not, it's not conceivable about how long it could take. I, mean, I It could take years for this thing to settle. And then I guess where it comes back to us, where we talk about this, is how does the league still want to look at this? And if it does end up you know, dragging on and on and on, are we going to be talking about, well, Deshaun could get suspended for this this week and uh, there could be a longer suspension coming up? Like, I wonder how the league is trying to tackle it. If the league is trying to bundle it all together and just say, okay, this is where we are no matter how many civil suits there are. Um, we want to make sure that we're coming up with with one decision at one time for all things, or do they feel like they need to go back and and make decisions on every single case? And if that's the case, I, I who knows when Deshaun Watson could play.
2: Well, the, the problem for the NFL is, let's say they come out with dis- some sort of a, a discipline before training camp, right? Well, what do you right. do then if, more lawsuits are filed. I mean, do do we know absolutely sure that this is the end, that this 24th lawsuit will be the end of the line? Um, my quick math, you have 24 accusers, 18 women that have said that he behaved himself. That's 42 women. That's a lot of massage therapy. Uh, therapists, I should say. Right. Um. So that that's I think the difficult part for the league office right now, um, and 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 to an extent the Browns right. Um, are there any surprises? Because you know Andrew Barry, uh, the Haslam's. They all said that they were comfortable. I'm paraphrasing. Want to be very clear. Kind of paraphrasing, but. Um, right. You know they are comfortable in the background investigation that they were able to conduct into these allegations that uh, there is nothing cr- uh, of a criminal nature. Um, that the you know they maintain is similar to uh, Rusty Harden's defense that the, nothing. This is not a, a matter for the criminal courts. This is a civil action, but. So you hope that none of this is really a surprise to them, right? That anything that comes out, but um, that becomes the problem for the NFL. And uh, Roger Goodell has intimated that if there is new information that comes to light, that yes, the league office will look at that again. I uh, I am on record. I am firmly against the NFL being able to take two bites at the same apple. If you're going to discipline him over these lawsuits, it should be, that's it. You're done. Barring only one exception, and that is that criminal conduct comes into play. As we have the conversation now, this is 100% a civil matter. These are accusations. Uh, He is not facing any charges of any kind. We've mentioned that two grand juries have returned no bills and elected not uh, to indict or charge Deshaun Watson with a crime, and that's very important uh, to point out. So um, I, I, I think that that's the, the thing. I just I don't think it's fair if the legal office suspends him this year and then comes back next year as these cases go through the civil court and they say, yeah, we're going to hit you again with another suspension. I will also say that, as we've talked about, the NFL, first and foremost, is concerned about their image. That is the number one concern of the commissioner and the league office is protecting the shield, protecting their image. And the longer this stuff is in the news, the bigger the black eye for the NFL, the bigger the perception that the NFL doesn't care about women. Right. Because that's always been an accusation Uh, when players have gotten themselves into trouble involving women. The perception has been. Well, the NFL is just, you know, doing it for show. It's performative art when you talk about disciplining players. Longest suspensions for personal conduct policy have been, like, for 8 to 10 games. Um, And in many of those cases, those suspensions have been reduced on appeal. So, um, you know, regardless from my standpoint of how many of these suits get filed, I don't think anything changes for the Browns. I don't think anything changes for Deshaun Watson and his teammates, but I do think there is a potential for things to change for the league office because if these are new allegations, right? We 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 don't right. know. You know, we right. don't know if the Browns knew that a 23rd and a 24th suit were going to come down the pike at some point, right? Right. For all we know, uh Rusty Harden and Deshaun Watson's representation and his agent maybe made that clear to Andrew Berry and the Browns that and gave them Hey, here's the list of women that may uh that we know of that would potentially allege misconduct against Deshaun, which of course we deny and Deshaun denies uh, having done anything wrong, but it is possible that this is what uh, could happen from an allegation standpoint. We we just we don't know if they already had a number, but if the if the NFL league office did not and was not aware of these plaintiffs, uh, these two new plaintiffs, then, you know, I, I do think it is possible that that could alter the league's timeline because they would have to do their due diligence and uh, investigate the latest claims that were made against Watson. All
1: right, Daryl, let me just the last point on this today because I, I know we talk about Deshaun Watson. It feels like in every in every podcast, and I think this is one of the, the good parts about doing the podcast here is that we can kind of go behind the curtain a little bit. I mean, there is a, a point in this story. For both of us, or for anybody that covers this story, that there's an ethics part of it and there's a a journalistic part of it that I take seriously. I know you take seriously. I don't know that all of our brethren in the media, you know, uh, they want to get out there and just blurt out their opinion. And sometimes you can get in big trouble for just doing that. And so I, I know that I'm cautious in almost every word that we talk about because I'm not a lawyer. And I'm not. I'm. I, I'm more about trying to inform people about what the process is, what can happen next, and how this affects the Cleveland Browns and where we're going forward with this. Because I'm sure, Daryl, there are people listening right now going, "Man, how much longer are they going to talk about Deshaun Watson? What's new? Where's this going?" So I'm. Ju- I'm curious from your point of view, you know, your journalistic, your ethical point on covering the story itself. And I, I mean, because I know for me. I'm very careful with everything that we do with this because, you know, we have a man who is saying he didn't do anything, and we have accusers that are saying he did, and to me, I'm trying to be as as fair and balanced and trying to understand both sides, and I get sometimes get convoluted with what the lawyers are saying because the lawyers have a job, and their job is to defend at all costs both sides, whoever they're representing, and so I think sometimes you have to you have to swim through exactly what the lawyers are saying to remember why they're saying it, when they're saying it, and how they're saying it.
2: Yeah, I, look, this is not a story for hot takes, okay. Right. And un- unfortunately, in our business today, uh, we are all in a rush to judgment. Uh, we are in a uh, the hot take industry, right? Uh, Right. What makes headlines, etc. This is not one of those stories where that applies. And and again, it comes back to, number one, these are allegations that have been made. There is no, uh, you know, there is no criminal proceeding right now regarding this. Um, Deshaun Watson has uh, claimed his innocence, that he did not do these things that he has been accused of, right? Right. Um, we only played the the soundbite from his lawyer uh on our sister station because it became very very newsworthy on Friday to be perfectly honest with you. Um heard that soundbite uh during uh the show I was actually filling in for you on your show. Right. And the bite was played and I just said I don't even want to go there. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. Don't want to go there. But when I heard it, I knew it was going to make news and it was going to make headlines. But I just, at the time, just did not want to change up the entire tenor of a show because of one soundbite uh, from Watson's uh, legal uh, attorney here. And it, uh, it, it, you have to handle it with kid gloves. You have to handle it ethically. Uh, And again, it's just it's not a story to 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 give your hot takes about what you think Deshaun Watson may or may not have done. Uh, I have I'm to be perfectly honest with you. I have my own personal theories of what may or may not have gone down after reading all of these allegations. But I'm keeping that to myself because, um, again, it's not something that you speculate about. Even um, the, the. the only thing that if there is room for any type of speculation, the only thing that you can speculate about is what the NFL discipline may or may not be. That's where the speculation should and has to end uh, regarding this. And, 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 and again, there's, just, there's a lot of unknowns. We weren't in the room, right? Um, only know what it, it is in the court filings and what's been alleged. But, yeah, this is not one of those stories where you interject your opinion and you certainly do not express whether you feel Deshaun did or did not uh, do something uh, inappropriate. So it it, it is a very – the the subject matter, uh, I'll be honest with you, I hate talking about this. Um, You know, as we were putting the podcast uh, together – I was I, I just I was like yeah I I just really don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson's legal issues. Uh, it's not comfortable subject matter for me, uh, for personal reasons. Um, I, I set those personal reasons aside. Um, I think that Rusty Harden, for the most part, has done a a a solid job of defending his client. Outside of that flippant comment that he made on Friday to our sister station six ten the score in Houston. I think Tony Busby has done a uh, solid job advocating on behalf of his clients, the plaintiffs in this case. Uh, we had both of those attorneys on our station on our, our our afternoon drive show. But yeah, it's just it is a very difficult story to cover day in and day out. There is no end in sight barring uh, any type of a settlement from Watson. Uh, as well as uh, the the finalization of discipline coming from the league office. This is going to be a story going into 2023 and potentially even 2024, assuming that Deshaun Watson sticks to what he said from day one of becoming a Cleveland Brown, and that was that he was going to defend himself uh, to the very, very end. So we'll, we'll see if ultimately he ends up doing that. Uh, We'll see, you know, we're waiting and seeing if it ends at 24 accusers or if there ends up being more beyond that. But yeah, this is not a story for hot takes. This is not a story to tell jokes. This is not a story to uh, be flippant about. Um, These are very serious allegations that have been made, but the key word in there is that they are allegations. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy
1: Baskin. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, well, remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. And if you want to partake in the show, you can always hit us up at GamedayCLE, at game C L All right, still more to talk about. Um, The Browns making a move at running back. We'll see what you think about that. We'll talk about that. Also, recruiting OBJ. Is that happening again? All these things coming up. It's always game day in Cleveland.